Hey there, everybody. Franklin Taggart here, and it's time for the virtual coffee break. Still got my coffee. Grab your beverage and let's chat for just a moment, shall we? Uh, today is my son Bodhi's 17th birthday, and we just got back uh, from a wonderful family dinner at an Italian restaurant in Loveland that we like called Scalzato's. If you're a northern Colorado person and you're looking for wonderful Italian food, that's the that's the place that has passed the Monica Corrado seal of approval uh, for Italian food. And she's very picky about Italian restaurants in particular. So Scalzato's definitely a good, a good bet for anyone here in Northern Colorado who's looking for great Italian. Um, but we just had a lovely time. Uh, Monica has been gone for the last three weeks dealing with some family, um, family things that are going on. And, so she made it back today for Bodhi's birthday, and that was the greatest gift of all for all of us. And the happiest person in our household is the dog, um, because everybody is back now. <laughs> and so he's uh, he's probably resting as easily as he has for the last three weeks uh, right now. Um, I've been thinking a lot this week about my experience at 17 and how I am seeing my son experience 17. And certainly there are a lot of similarities. I mean, you know, we, we go through those developmental stages and you know, there, there are some markers that I think all of us would find familiar. Like I can, I can see for him that, you know, he's got a lot of questions about what his future is going to hold. He's got a lot of uh, concerns about the state of the world, and he's got a lot of um, he's got a lot of interests that he hasn't checked the boxes off of yet. And I remember being like that when I was seventeen. Um, he's also found uh, music, and he's he, last year he started playing the drums, and it is the one instrument that he's found that he tries to play every day. And so uh, he's he's discovering his own. His own love and his own brand of music happens to be heavy metal. I've talked about that before. Um, but I, I look back at myself at 17, and I, I was a lot more clueless than he than he is. And I think the cluelessness that I had was that I didn't fit in. Uh, I didn't really fit in anywhere. And I ended up finding music, and music was my place. Music was my, music was my thing. And um, when I found that, all of a sudden, my life, I was able to contribute, and I was able to make sense of my life. But that didn't happen until I was quite a bit further along. Um, I had some teachers that were very important in that. But one of the things that I was that I was struggling with is that um, I was very timid and very passive, and I didn't ask for I didn't ask for things. I just kind of took whatever I was given and worked with that worked with that. And one of the things that I've noticed about Bodhi is that he's not afraid to ask. He is really interested in you know, getting the things that are, that appeal to him. And I admire that. I think that it's a wonderful trait for anybody to have, but it's really, 
it he sets a good example for me in that area because it's still something that sometimes is is difficult for me to ask for what I really want, right? Now, another difference that I see between the two of us um, at at age 17 is that Bodhi was, uh, Bodhi seems to be a lot more stable than I was. Now, he's got the same emotional angsty stuff that any teenager has. But one of the examples that I look at is that, I mean, he's had, um, he's had a relationship with his girlfriend for over a year and, um, and he's, he's been able to go through that first year together and weather some pretty interesting, you know, ups and downs. And I, I was a lot later getting into relationships than he, he has been. I, you know, I tried to have girlfriends when I was in high school, but, um, I very rarely, um, I had a lot of dates, but not, not a lot of girlfriends. And so it's interesting to see him being able to function in those relationships or in that relationship, especially, um, and, and really he contributes as much as he gets out of it. And, um, and he, he's able to, he's able to communicate the way that he feels, I think better than I did at that age. And I look at that and I just marvel. It's like, okay, wow, you're, you're really, you know, able to do some things that I wasn't when I was 17. Now, one of the things that I think is, is hard as a parent is we always want to give advice, you know, and the truth of the matter is, is that, um, I think we all at some level just wanted to figure it out for ourselves. And we would take the advice with a grain of salt. Sometimes we'd roll our eyes. Sometimes we'd just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I hear you. You're a parent. That's what you're supposed to do. But one of the things that I look at with Bodhi is that I don't know what his future, I don't know what his future opportunities even look like. And I've talked about this recently. I think there are so many things about the future right now that are unknown, that it's hard to make decisions about what to do and what kind of a plan to make. And um, so one of the things that I'm kind of excited for him is that he is looking at the uh, option of taking a gap year after he graduates. And when I was, when I graduated from high school, first of all, I was really surprised that I graduated at all. But the second thing that was really interesting is that um, I didn't see taking a gap year as even a remote option. I had no idea that that's something that a person could do. And I think had I known about that and had I given myself permission to do that, I think I would have probably made some significantly different decisions about the course of my life based on what I would learn from that kind of an experience. And I kind of hope that for Bodhi, I, he already feels enough pressure and he creates enough of his own internal pressure that I just don't want to add to that, right? And I want to support the decisions that he makes. And I want him to know that he's, he's capable. I want him to know 
that um, he's smart and that that he can trust his own decision-making processes. Certainly, I don't want him to get in trouble and I don't want him to get hurt. And what I know from my own experience is that getting in trouble and getting hurt were two of the most important teachers that I had along the way. And a lot of what I know was because I was able to get into messes and figure out how to get out of them. So the advice that I give to kids is to just, you know, go out there and get messy. Go out there and try stuff. Um, whoever told you that you have a permanent record was lying. Um, people are, you know, you'll be surprised at how few people are actually paying attention um, to the th things that you're doing. So go ahead, get out there and just see what is yours to do, to have and to be, right? And I think that's about the best advice that I could give him. So the thing that I'm looking forward to for my son is that he is going to um, he is going to find, he's going to find the path that, that makes sense to him. And I am going to be happy that he finds that. And that's, that's a pretty good thing to look for, right? Pretty, pretty good thing to strive for. So, happy birthday to my kid. Um, I'm entirely proud of you, and I admire you. And I, I just can't imagine my life um, without being your dad. So that's all I've got to say for today, folks. Uh, tomorrow, I've got a wonderful Your Own Best Company. Um, Sabrina Victoria is coming on the show. And Sabrina is a powerhouse of a person, and her story is one um, that every time that I hear it, I I hear another thing that's admirable about her, and that is, you know, just really impressive. So I'm excited to, to have her uh, join us tomorrow, and then I'll be back again on Saturday with another coffee break. Thank you, as always, for your time and your attention. So long.